This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Hey guys, when we started this project, we were not sure how hard it would be to edit, record everything, and then eventually distribute. But then luckily, someone told us about Anchor. Let me explain. First of all, it's free. Secondly, they have creation tools that will allow you to record and edit directly from your phone or your computer. They distribute your podcast for you. And the best thing is you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. We're in the state of confusion. Questions on your mind. Send in Matisha and Brandy. Gonna help you unwind. We're hanging out together, even though we're long. We'll pass it on over. Sorry, we're stoned. Hey, stoners. We're coming at you live from the basement for the last time for a while because Tizzle's leaving me. I wish I wasn't. <laughs> but I have been in Nashville for two months and it's been amazing. I know you've been here a long time. I'm actually shocked you're still here. I know, but honestly, I'm already making my plan to come back. Well, love to hear that. But it's been so fun to actually do the podcast in person for a little while. Great way to kick off the new year. So we're going to make sure we make this a really good episode. We have a guest on a little bit later, and we'll tell you guys about her in just a bit. But I, we have an exciting week ahead. We're leaving on Friday to drive down to Tampa. So when this podcast comes out, it'll be tomorrow. We're leaving for Tampa Yep, to go to the Super Bowl. I know. I can't believe we're going to the Super Bowl. Have you ever been to a Super Bowl? I don't think so, no. I I went to Minneapolis a few years ago when it was there, but I only went to the parties. I, I like, played at a pre-party, but I didn't actually get to go to the game. Did you want to go? No, because many – well, I think it was inside, but Minneapolis, it was literally negative 25 degrees in Minneapolis that year. And I was like, that's not for me. No. So are you wanting to go to the game? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I think it's going to be weird because I don't, I don't know how many people are going to be in the stands. Like surely there's a cap on that. Not so it many. might be kind of weird, but you know, I know Rob Gronkowski a little bit. We, he like him and his girlfriend. Camille. Oh, you do. Oh, yeah, I do. <laughs> we all stayed in the same house at Stagecoach a couple years ago. Oh, your yeah. dad is going to freak. Oh, really? Billy Ray like literally is obsessed with football. And he loves calling him the Gronk. That's what everybody calls him. And I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, it's Gronk. I'm like, okay. He's a super nice guy. And his girlfriend, Camille, is amazing. I'm obsessed with her. We had the best time at Stagecoach. She is stunning, by the way. She was so on- wait, Gronk is on the Buccaneers? Yes. That's cool. Yeah, he is. So I think they'll be there. So that'll be kind of fun. Like, I don't know, like, not that I don't Gronk very well, but just to actually, like, kind of feel invested in somebody on one of the teams will feel kind of fun. Oh, well, so the Glazer family who owns the Bucks have been friends of ours for how long? Decades. So that's why I, like, I'm not a big football person, but I'm, like, I'm definitely rooting for the Bucks during all the playoff games just because I, I, I wanted to go and be at their stadium with their team, and we know the family, and it's just going to be so much fun. Do you even know who the other team is? Kansas City Chiefs, honey. Just checking, honey. Yeah. And you know what? Yeah. I'm rooting for Tampa. Yeah, me too. Me too. 
Although I do feel like Tom Brady's won enough Super Bowls. I know. It's kind of annoying, but still. Yeah, you're right. Go Bucks. So we got that coming up, which is exciting. So hopefully we'll have some fun stories for you guys next week. We're driving to Tampa. And Brandy's making us leave at 6 a.m. It's a 10-hour drive, plus we lose an hour. With stops, it's going to be a 12-hour drive. Like, we have to leave at 6. I know. And she won't even let us leave the day before and stay in an Airbnb. (laughs) That's stupid. That's a waste. We can do it. We can do it. We're going to do it. We're going to drive the 10 and a half to 12 hours. To Tampa. You know what? You've been wanting a road trip. I really have. Not in a day. <laughs> and like the most boring road trip of all time. We get to drive through Alabama. whoop de doo uh, Okay. <laughs> well, we'll let you all know how this goes. Oh, <laughs> uh, All right. Well, you know what? I was going to go to Off Limits because your dad and I watched a show called. Uh, Too high to remember. Honestly, I just can't even remember. It's freaking me out. What was the platform? The plat, I believe Netflix, and it's about a couple who are speaking of camping. They are going on a camping trip with their little girl. Huh. And when they get to the campground, the nightmare begins because and it's a she goes missing. No, it's a movie. I think I I saw the preview for this the other day. Uh huh. And what? I thought it sounded terrifying. Oh my gosh! So. Once they get there, the little girl goes missing and the rest of it is insane. And like, it's, I really liked it. I really liked it. Like, I'm going to need a- you to do a Google and find out the name for the stone. Okay. Hold on. Jeez. Let me figure it out. What was it? Come on. You know. I don't. Just Google like camping um, movie. Look, oh, I think it's Vanished. Vanished. Let Let's me look it, up. look it up. Look it up. Look it up. Yep. The Vanished. That was Anne. Hey, and I, I did see the preview for this because there's somebody else in it that I recognized, but I, that's not one of those. I had no idea that was Anne Hayes. She, yeah. she just looked different to me for oh. some reason. Okay. I'll watch that. Yeah. I really, really, really liked it. Okay. And in the beginning, like I was thinking, Ugh, I don't know about this. This seems like they're overacting or like, I just felt like it was weird. And then it got really good. Okay. So stick with it. Noted. I have noticed that there's a lot more films and movies out than shows right now. I've noticed that too. Which is so strange. I mean, we are heading into like award season, right? Like mm-hmm. Oscars, Golden Globes, like we're heading into that. So like all the film festival movies are coming out because that's what's going to be nominated. I think it's that time of year. So a lot of good stuff is coming out. But I watched, I texted you about it because I needed your Amazon password to watch it. Margot Robbie's new movie is called Dreamland. Is that good? I loved it. What's it about? It was really sad and I loved it. But it was also just like really good. So it's set in, I think it was the 1930s it's set in. And Margot Robbie plays uh, at the at the very top of the movie. She's wanted for murder from and she rob, robbing a bank. And I guess some like people died during the bank robbery. So she's like a wanted woman. And this kid whose dad I think is the sheriff finds her. There's like a bounty out for her. You know, if you find her, you get like a bunch of money or whatever, a reward. And he finds her and falls in love with her. And so it's like, it's like them on the run, basically. I and love it. It's really, really good. I'm obsessed with What's Margaret it Robbie. On? I had to uh, rent it on Amazon Prime. Okay. Yeah. But I think you can already you can watch it since I paid for it. But it's great. And I just am obsessed with Margaret Robbie. I want him to watch that immediately after this. It and sounds like your dad would love it too. Honestly, the kid in it that she falls in love with is the hottest kid I've ever seen. 
Oh my goodness. Well, I'm going to go home and watch this. But even your dad loved Vanish too. But there is, there are all these like, did you watch the new one with, oh, she's from American Horror Story, Polly. Oh, what's her name? Not Sarah Paulson. Yes, Sarah Paulson. The show or the movie? It's a movie. Not the Ratched show? No. This movie is about her. She's a single mom. I haven't seen that. With her, her daughter. And her daughter. Is her daughter sick? It's good. You should watch it. Okay. But it's a movie as well. A lot of movies. Yep. That's what I was saying. It's like The Law, This One Vanished, the one with Sarah Paulson. There's a lot of movies. They're out. trying to get those Oscar noms, I'm telling you. Uh-huh. Sag noms. That's what they're all going to Maybe. Uh-huh. Okay, well. All right. Have you watched, is it called Briggertown? What do you mean? Bridgerton? Brid- Have uh, I watched it? Briggertown. <laughs> I binged that show so fast What's the it day it came out. Bridgerton. Bridgerton. That guy's hot. So really. What was I calling? Bridgertown. Like, they're just saying it fancy. Bridgerton. Shonda Rhimes that created Grey's Anatomy. She created that show. And you've already watched the whole thing. I binged it in two days. The day it came out. It's that good. Obsessed. I'm not sure about period pieces. This one is everything. I hate period pieces. I love this one. It's so good. Okay. It's great. Bridgerton. Bridgerton. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> all right moving on but let's dive into some DMTs. hi this is kira from north carolina i am calling in after listening to last week's episode i really liked it but it actually got me thinking when you were telling that story about like why you always say oh you do <laughs> um you're talking about miley and you mentioned that you have a nickname Dita. And I know you call Noah Young Nikki, and I've heard a couple other nicknames going around in your family, so I'd love to know what the origin of those nicknames are, or if they have any story behind them, or if you just started calling each other funny names as kids. I don't know. Anyways, love the pod. Thanks so much. Bye. Oh, Kira, Kira, Kira. Oh, gosh. See, I just am cracking up because I am so. Uh-huh. And this is so funny because I can just hear Molly calling Brandy DJ Deetha. DJ Deetha. She says it in that voice. DJ Deetha. Yeah. DJ Deetha. Deetha. Oh, yeah. It is so funny. It's insane. Okay. Is that why she started it? This nickname, has it is it has taken a long, long journey to end at DJ Deetha. <laughs> okay. So, first of all. Miley and Brad, her like assistant slash one of her best friends, are the ones that really like came up with this. I don't know who said it first, but they both think it's hysterical. <laughs> but for some reason, my dad later in my life started calling me Branditha. <laughs> I d- I don't know why. I was perfectly happy with like I used to. My nickname used to be Brandywine. My pappy called me that. That was a lovely nickname. Somehow we departed from that to Branditha. I am not even joking. Like, he has called Brandy Branditha forever now. Why? I don't know. And he calls Brazen Jimmy. Yeah, but Jimmy's, like, cute. Like, Okay, but Brandita. why does he call Brazen a completely different name? I don't know. So, for some reason, one day, like, a year ago, it just popped out of Miley's <laughs> mouth to call me Ditha. <laughs> and then somehow that turned into DJ Ditha. <laughs> and it's just been a thing ever since. Like, when she sends me packages, she labels it DJ Ditha. No, he... No. Yes, she does. I am dead. She does. It that is. is so good. And then Nikki Champagne came out of so what? So Nikki Champagne, this was like five years ago probably, or maybe four or five years ago when I first decided I wanted to start DJing and I was trying to think of a DJ name. 
And like at the time, we were throwing around the name DJ Confetti. Or oh whatever, yeah, because of the bro, we were like the branding, the confetti is the whole thing. And Noah was like, "You should be DJ Champagne." And I was like, "That sounds like a stripper name." She was like, "Exactly, I love it." And I was like, "Well, then you can be DJ Champagne." So somehow, Nikki Champagne, that is your alter. <laughs> I love it. And ever since then, she's Nikki Champagne. She's in my phone as Nikki Champagne. It is so hilarious. It just blows off the. It off the tongue really nicely. does. I know. So the nicknames just kind of come out of nowhere. I don't know. I don't know either. It's funny. Because that's all they call each other now. Yeah. So. Young Nikki. Young Nikki. That's mm-hmm. her. Anyway. Love a good nickname story. I wish mine wasn't Deetha. <laughs> Jeez. Hey, Tish and Brandy. My name is Lauren. And I was wondering if you had any stories from the Best of Both Worlds tour. It was my first concert when I was in elementary school, and I just think it was so fun to hear about any backstage stories or behind the scenes just from that time because it was looks like it was so much fun. I love the podcast, and I can't wait to keep listening. Bye. Was that the tour with the Jonas Brothers? I, think I was thinking, oh, do I have stories. <laughs> do I have singing stories that oh these are going to have to wait? But let me think of ones we can talk about. I know. I mean, all I mean, I just remember like we were such good friends with the Jonas Brothers then and on that tour. Like we just all spent so much time together. Like yeah. I, I would go watch their set every single night with Mandy and Ashley and a lot of the dancers and Miley too. And we would just sing along and like we just had the best time on that tour. I'm trying to think of I think that's the tour that I literally wouldn't let Molly go to meet and greet because she had on a belly shower. Oh, that makes sense. And like that helped at all. Like I, maybe I forced her to wear, not wear any clothes. Like maybe I was so controlling. Yes. And conservative uh-huh. about the clothing at that point. That she rebelled. She rebelled again too far. <laughs> she definitely did. Oh Lord. I hope that sufficed. All right, stoners, y'all know I got a lot from Tizzle here in the DNA department. Well, that includes thinning hair. Thank you so much, mother. Uh, I know. I've literally dealt with thinning hair my entire life. Same. And one of the biggest things that I noticed is once I started having kids, Mm. there was so much shedding of hair. It made me absolutely crazy. So when I heard about Nutrafol, I was so excited. Totally. So if you guys aren't familiar, Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with less shedding. I have personally been taking Nutrafol for years now. I'm a big, big fan of it. And I think it's so important to address the root causes with the supplement so that you're really targeting, you know, the cause that's in like within instead of treating it purely from the outside with hair products. And for us older ladies, one of the biggest causes of thinning is menopause. Their supplements support healthy hair growth from within by targeting root causes of thinning, including stress, hormones, environment, nutrition, lifestyle, and metabolism as they evolve through a woman's life. Yep. They have a few different supplement options. So if you're not sure which one's right for you, you can take their hair wellness quiz on Nutrafol.com for a personalized hair health plan. So take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month's subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code STONED. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. 
Nutrafol.com spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com promo code STONED. That's Nutrafol.com promo code STONED. Hi, Tish and Brandy. My name is Shannon, and I'm from Pennsylvania. I'm actually the one who did the digital drawing of you two recently for Sorry We're Stoned. Uh, first off, I just want to thank you again for all the love and support that you showed it. It meant so much to me, and I'm so glad that you all liked it. Um, anyways, my question stems off of positivity. I am just so inspired by how positive your whole family is. I was really listening closely to Miley talk about how to perceive the voices in her head that she mentioned in her Plastic Hearts interview. I even bought the book she mentioned, The Untethered Soul, which I can't wait to read. But anyways, it got me thinking about how often I listen to my own negative thoughts and can kind of let them control me sometimes. I was wondering if you had any advice on staying positive and pushing away those negative thoughts. Thanks again for everything and for always being a positive light. Love y'all. Bye. Obsessed with Shannon. Love Shannon. I can't believe she did that art. That was so cool. That art is so cool. And, you know, it's so funny because Billy Ray was feeling, like, down today. And he said, I've just realized, like, attitude is so important. Yeah. For the past, he was like, I've just been feeling so sad that, like, I do realize that if I don't get up and even if I'm not feeling like it, I need to give myself an attitude adjustment because I do know that how you start the day and your thoughts are kind of what determines, Mm -hmm. you know, what's going to happen. And I don't know, it was, it's true. And I think the the biggest advice too, for me is like, you're right. And I've read, I don't think I ever finished an untethered soul, but I loved the book, like the parts that I read. I just remember how it really said, like, if you, if you think about it, like your mind is really never quiet. Mm -hmm. You're always thinking, something and and like you're always kind of talking to yourself yeah and it's true and I think that we had Dr. Amon on and he talks about because you mentioned you know your negative thoughts and he calls them ants automatic negative thoughts and it's really like changing that like changing the thoughts asking yourself questions like is that true is that really true like if I'm I don't know I'm trying to think of something like I say, and then Molly would okay. be like, what is well, that like true? A gener- yeah, like a generic thing would be like, my life sucks. Like that's exactly. A, that's an easy one. An that- easy one to feel. Like, you can feel that, you know, when stuff's going wrong, you're like, my life sucks. And then he says to say, is that but true? is that true? Yeah. And you're kind of like, okay, even if you say yes, but is it really true? Like yeah. you're, it's really true that every aspect of your life sucks. Yeah. And it, well, if that is true, let's try to think of something that you have gratitude for. Mm-hmm. If it's somebody, something, whatever. And I think really like training yourself to immediately acknowledge that you're having those negative thoughts and then ask yourself those questions because there has to be something positive and there has to be something that you feel gratitude and grateful for. And I think it's just really, you know, keeping yourself in check on your ants. Yeah. And I think it's important to have people in your life that will like help you see that. You know what I mean? I have a friend who we had a really long phone conversation yesterday. He's been a good friend of mine for years now. And he's just like really struggling right now. He's going through a really hard time. And yeah, I don't know, like I, I'm so proud of him for reaching out to the people in his life that he, that he knows are there for him because you do, you need other people to remind you of those things too. And so it's just so important, even if it's just like one person or two people that you can really, that you know you can go to and depend on, like it's great to have that tight circle. Yeah. And then it could be on like a, completely different kind of thing like the time that miss kitty got either smushed by a car or fell off of a building but no no matter what all of a sudden me and molly hear my cat like crying this has been like two years ago 
And I like, where is the cat and why is she crying? And all of a sudden I find her over by our trash cans and Molly's like, mom. And our dog mate had just passed away. And I went into complete side job. Okay, mm-hmm. As we're, I'm holding her and Molly's driving like a maniac to the vet. I am literally like, I can't breathe. Like, I can't tell your dad that Miss Kitty's dead. And Molly's like, mom, don't say that. I'm like, but she's dying. And then Molly goes, is that true? And I'm like, (laughs) yes, it's true. And she goes, is that absolutely true that Miss Kitty's dying? Well, no, not absolutely true, but it's not looking good. She's like, mom, but it's absolutely, it's not absolutely true. So we don't know that we're going to have to tell dad this because we don't know that Miss Kitty's dying. (laughs) $25,000. A plate and four screws later, Miss Kitty is thriving. Miss Kitty is living high on the freaking hog in Southern California. High on the hog. High on the hog. I have never. (laughs) And it fits right in. But the point is, Miss Kitty didn't die. And I I said, Miss Kitty's dying. Is that true? Yes. Is it absolutely true? No. You freaked out for nothing. So I freaked out for nothing. So anyway, just another example. That is insane. (laughs) Okay, on to the next. Shit. No, we got to replay this. I'm still so stuck on high on the hog. I was getting ready to say, are you still laughing about high on the hog? Everybody knows high on the hog. (laughs) Have you ever heard that? Never. Wow, that's insane. Never heard that come out of your mouth. Okay, okay. Hey, Tish and Brandy. This is Allie from Indianapolis, Indiana. I love your guys' podcast. I listen to it when I drive to work or when I'm walking around or when I'm at the grocery. And it just makes me laugh and makes me have such a good day. But I was wondering, what is one thing that you learned about yourself that helped you grow in 2020, even though it was such a crazy year? And what is one thing you are looking forward to do the most in 2021 like i said i love your podcast i also love nashville i've never been to la i hope to go sometime but i love nashville my sister lives there and um if you ever need your car detailed she has a car detailing business so have a great day guys thanks that was a great question Allie. it it was and i already know my answers oh you do (laughs) i'm calling her sister my cars look horrible oh my that is (laughs) and she will but you know what i learned is that I'm just fine being alone. I knew you were going to say that. And I never thought I could say those words, but I actually found out that I really like hanging out with myself. (laughs) I really do. Like, I am okay. Okay. And the first thing I want to do is travel with Brandy. Oh, boy. In 2021. Well, we're about to take a road trip, honey. We're taking a road trip, but I really want to go to Switzerland. In 2021? I'm going to hold you to it. If I can get a COVID vaccine. (laughs) Yeah, like, I just really want to go to Switzerland. Me too. I love it. Too. But I also want to go to Charleston, so we could do that for sure this <laughs> year. Charleston, Switzerland. Yeah. One thing I learned in 2020. I mean, it's something that, like, I feel like I knew, like, on paper, but to, like, actually get to do it was a whole other thing. But just the importance of, like, slowing down. Because 2020, we were forced to slow down. Like, I'm used to being on the go, like, traveling every couple of weeks, like, always on a plane, always on the go. And having this whole year to just really, like, be home and slow down and, I don't know, do things that are really fulfilling, just, like, everyday things, I just think is so important. And, like, I knew that, like, on paper, you know, it's easy to say, Mm -hmm. like, yeah, doing those things and slow down is important. But to actually do it was, like, very healing. 
honestly, I'd never been able to slow down either. And I think that's why like I've been okay here in Nashville is because even before that I was home and I don't remember the last time I've been home that long. I'm always on the road too. It's either Molly or Noah or dad or like, I'm just never like still. Mm -hmm. And I, I also like didn't know how to be still at all. Like I just had to be doing and going and stuff at all times. And honestly, I'm really like, liked it and learned to just kind of not have anything to do and that'd be okay. Thanks to the weed. Absolutely. <laughs> that is so true. Ooh, this is cool. I hope I'm pronouncing your name right. Talia from Australia left us a voice message on Instagram because she's out of the country. So just so you know, guys, if you're not living in the States and want to call in, you can just leave a voice memo uh, in our Instagram DMs. So let's listen to Talia's message. Hi, Tish and Brandy. My name is Talia. I'm from Australia. I love your podcast. I listen to it all the time. (laughs) Um, My question is for both of you. I just want to know your secret to looking and staying so fit and healthy. You always, both of you look so amazing. And I want to know if there's a secret. I'm currently trying to give up sugar um, chocolate is my weakness. And I just want to know if you have any experience in doing this, um, what your secret tips are or anything. Um, and yeah, just how do you look so good all the time? Um, anyway, love you guys. Bye. Love her little accent. So cute. Love. And honestly, I am the worst. I eat terrible and I don't exercise and I have started walking, but it's been so cold here. I haven't, but honestly, mine looks way better in clothes. <laughs> I don't do bathing suits because I think because I've never worked out and I'm like, I eat so much sugar. It is ridiculous. Like it, it, it's all you eat. It's all I eat. And I think that's why every time I tell somebody I have cellulite, they're like, no, you don't like you're so thin. Oh, I do. Like I am thin, but I think everybody has things like, mm-hmm. but I cannot give it good advice on health as far as eating or exercise. Well, and I just don't like healthy food. I know you don't. It's nuts. Okay. Well, I mean, for me, it's like, here's the thing. Like not one thing is not going to work for everyone. Like what works for me might not work for Talia, might not work for you, whatever. But for me, I used to be like not a gym rat, but I did. I worked out so much. You did. I was really into like the hit high intensity workouts, like boxing and just, you know, like any kind of like interval training. Like I, I loved doing stuff like that. I looked the best. When I wasn't going to the gym, but walking my dog and I walked my dog like four to five miles a day because I lived in a a condo in LA. So, you know, fast forward, I moved to Nashville. I'm hitting the gym for two to three years, just in the gym all the time. And I quit going to the gym when I moved to the house I'm in now and had all my animals at home. And I've just been doing all this farm work and it's really hilly here. So I'm like constantly walking around, like feeding the animals, taking care of them, you know, taking them from pasture to pasture and doing all of that sort of like cardio versus is get going to the gym has totally changed my body shape. Complete, like her body is completely different. It's completely different. I mean, maybe some of that is just like getting older. I feel like you kind of got skinnier as you got older too. Yeah, I did. Like you definitely had more muscle tone when you were my age than yeah. now. So maybe I'm just going to get skinnier. But I do think that for me – like doing like, you know, walking or even like when I was running two to three miles a day, I I looked better than when I was in the gym. Yeah. And so I think it's just finding like what works for you. But I just think getting outside and doing an activity or if you, you know, can take up like a a sport as a hobby, like playing tennis Mm -hmm. or just anything like that that gets you outside and gets you moving, I think is the play. And it's more fun. And the walking for me, like I like it now because like during COVID and stuff, it was like I would 
feel so much better after I'd been outside mm-hmm. and gone for a walk. Mm-hmm. And so it was more even just mental. And, you know, of course, like just getting older, I need to be exercising some. But honestly, any other type of exercise just <laughs> makes me feel like crap. You know what the other thing is that I feel like is key that my mom and I both do is get eight to nine hours of sleep. Every single solitary night. Like I refuse to not. Like if I have to get up at 530 oh. at the horse show or whatever, I'm asleep at 830. Absolutely. But yeah, nine hours. No, like, I'm the exact same way. That is the one thing. Like always like I literally we will be on tour and stuff and everybody will be going out to dinner mm-hmm. at 10 o'clock and all this stuff and be like you're so lame for not going and I'm like nope because I truly I have to have eight to ten hours of sleep yeah nine is my happy place I can do eight but nine is nine's great. really mine too and I don't know like I'm just telling you beauty sleep that term didn't just come out of thin air it's true because honestly that's just the one thing I consistently do yeah. is get same yeah you are like that too mm-hmm. I really am well, that was great. I loved those questions. You guys slayed it this week. Really? Right? Yeah. Cool. Well, okay. This has been a great episode so far. And it's not even over because we have our guest on. Should we tell the stoners about our guest this week? Yes, we should. I'm so excited about her. Okay. So she is the founder of My Bud Base, which is so genius because it is a bong, mm-hmm. which also serves as a vase, which is so genius and so simple that her vases slash bongs, her vases, are so beautiful. Do you have one? I actually do have one. It's white. I don't think you've seen it yet. No, and it's so pretty. And it honestly is everything that I love because it's an accessory for your house that looks so cool and so pretty with a flower in it. And then when you put a different type of flower in it, you smoke it on up and it smokes so good. And I'm just so obsessed with it. And Mm. that I think it's so cool that she has like just turned this into her full-time business. And I can't wait to hear how she did it. Well, that sounds super exciting. Let's get Doreen on. Oh, and she has been featured in so many cool things like Forbes, Newsweek, High Times. I mean, like, come on. That's so cool. What's High Times? That sounds nice. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, your dad, literally, when I say that I look at High Times because I follow them on Instagram, oh. he's like, what? He was like, it was so cool when I was young and somebody would have a High Times magazine. Like, that's where you find out where the best bud is and the oh, best brands. And he couldn't believe that it was still actually okay. a thing. So High Times is a very cool magazine. And now everybody should follow them on Instagram. It's really awesome. Very but anyway, cool. oh, there's Doreen. Hi. Hi, ladies. Hello. You guys are such a great mom-daughter duo. You know what? Thank you. I, I'm like, like, I'm not only am I like the bong mother, but I'm like, I have two kids. They're 25 and 27. And like, they're the greatest people. And everybody is always like, you know, like being a parent is the definitive, the best, the job. We're so close as a family. And then, you know, for being also such a public family, you guys are one tight unit. We really are. And I think that's so cool. Are are you uh, have girls or boys or both? So I have an older daughter who lives in Nashville. And yeah, seriously, she moved to Nashville like three years ago because she's in the music and the whole scene and she's just crushing it out there. And then my son's 25 and he just moved to uh, Gainesville to study zoology, animal husbandry. So he wants to like travel the world and help animals in their habitats and all that. So that is so cool. They're both living their dreams. This is who they are. You know, this is how they see the world. This is like they are doing what they do. 
And they're just great. And we call ourselves like the best damn fam. And we're just, the three of us are so, so close. And so it's kind of, it's neat to see you guys. Uh, you know, that's, there's nothing more powerful than a mo- mother-daughter bond. <laughs> it's, it is, it's really true. Like, it's so cool to see that. And I love like that your kids are doing what they love. I mean, like they're both just sound like such amazing kids. And oh. Everybody, but everybody always asks me, like, your kids are all so different and they're all kind of living out like their dreams, like how it has to be something that you did to make them feel like they could be who they are. And as soon as you said what your kids do, that's exactly what I thought about you. That's so cool. Right. And, you know, it's just like, I think the key is allowing people to follow their dreams. I mean, I think that's, you know, especially like when you think about all the people that are really starting to realize that you know, it's all bullshit. Like when you go to school to study something to make money so that you have money to then live your dream, you, you live your dream and then it all comes together. Right. That's a whole nother podcast segment because I'm so, well, (laughs) who knew that living my dream would be making bongs in my (laughs) fifties? Well, okay. So I said, I thought you were probably around my age and I was never a smoker. Like I had never smoked pot until I was like 42 years old. Wow. Yeah, it's crazy. And, but it just blows me away that you kind of, you know, went and started living your dream and selling bongs at 50. And like, how did you get started in that? Well, okay. So I always actually am from California. So I always was a smoker. So I started like super early, 14 years old, you know, partying in the hills and Granada Hills and all that. You know, my entire I'm born and raised Californian. So, you know, like the, it's a kind of a, a pot culture anyhow in California. Yeah. And so I grew up consuming cannabis, but hiding it. Mm-hmm. So and, you know, like from the very beginning, like I, I remember when I first started smoking out of a bong, I felt like it was so like, oh, my God, like, how do you do this? You know, what am I doing? And then I thought, this is so phallic. It's like, <laughs> it's just like, this is so not me. Like, I love the high. I love the mechanics of it. I loved the sound and the whole vibe. But I mean, even when I started at a very young age of smoking, I always felt that the bong was just like the wrong thing, you know? And so it was like, you know, these things in life, you get these moments, these inspirations, these insights, these, you know, the universe like speaks to you. And so my whole life, I've always felt like bongs were awkward. So then we fast forward, I started a, you know, a business in New York City, married a Southerner, and then moved to a small town in South Carolina. And when I was there, like, you know, prohibition is real. Like we're, you know, yes. like LA, New York, big cities, it wasn't such an issue as it is in a town. Absolutely. So, you know, when I moved to a small town and I, I was still a creative and I had to hide my consumption. And then when I had my kids... Then it was even more so like I was like I had this perfect life, but I had this this secret, this bong that I would like hide up in the closet in the attic and then bring it down and then be late. And I'd have to call a neighbor, break into my house, my bongs on the table. So I always had this like disconnect with an actual bong. I thought they were phallic. They were dirty. I hit them the whole nine yards. So then I finally got to I live on the beach in a, a town outside of Charleston. Now, when I finally got to my dream house. I was uh, one afternoon doing a session. Somebody knocked on the door. Some carpenter was in the area. And here I am doing the hide the bong dance again. (laughs) (laughs) Like, oh my God, you know, like blow the smoke, hide the bong. And I hid my bong amongst my vases. Mm. And I have it. I'll show you the vase. This is a vase. What? Like a bong that was in the condo that I bought furnished. This Wow. So I always thought this thing looks like a bong to me. Totally. So I my bong next to this, this vase, when the guy left, the bong and the vase were next to each other. 
And I literally was like, I was stoned. <laughs> and I sat there and I'm like, this is the same thing as that. This is prettier. And I remember I went to my mirror and I was like, can I do this? Like, does it look okay? And then it was like the very next day, because I'm a maker, like I, I make a living making stuff. The very next day I started and I had a friend on the island. We spent six months. I mean, I just, everything that I could find, we started drilling it. We started repurposing it. We started kind of just like trying to see if this was feasible and turning something that's never been used for this into this. That is so, that's an incredible story. It really is. Like, I love that because I also, like, I don't really smoke out of a bong a ton because I think, like, I haven't smoked that long. And I don't know, it's the same thing as you. Like, I don't know, for some reason, the bong seems like I'm almost doing something wrong sometimes because, you know, it's like, oh, wow, like, I'm really, Mm -hmm. (laughs) that, like, I did smoke out of a bong today and I actually (laughs) think I like it better that there even for me up until very recently that there has been this big disconnect. And by the way, my husband has been a closet smoker because I was so against it for so many years. He's, I mean, he's smoked and since he was like 15 as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was going to ask now, once you did have kids, have you always been pretty open with them about smoking? No, it was like, I was always an uh, open parent to know, you know, I think it's ridiculous that pa- when teenagers, start asking questions and parents start like buckling down even tighter. It's like, wait, when I was that age, I needed to try everything, you know? So why are you telling them not to do it? So mm-hmm. I was always open to, you know, the the rites of passage, but like I hid my consumption. My, my daughter wound up dancing. And so like the dance kids would come over. And so I took it very seriously as a quote unquote dance mom to make sure that there was never anything near the kids, around the kids. I couldn't risk it. But that's a lot of pressure, you know, and I think I think parenting is so much pressure. Cannabis really helps, you know. So it was once my kids started, when my son first started consuming, like his friends, they were like hanging out by the hot tub and they were all coughing. All of a sudden they had a cough and I'm like, mm, OK, <laughs> so I just wanted to, them to be in a safe place and them to understand about, you know, that there's responsibilities, you know, that type of thing. So unlike you, where you were obviously different, you were totally against it. Right. Or you just were. Oh, I was totally against it. Oh, I just like, you know, I had been, it was always like, it's a gateway drug. Like it's wrong. Like it's, and, and then like for me now, because I'm not a drinker and it just blows my mind. I say this constantly is how alcohol is legal and marijuana isn't blows my mind now that I've researched it and really know about it. Right. Um, I think it's ridiculous. And, but I'm so glad that it seems like we're going in the right direction because it's been like a miracle for me. Like it's, it's just helped me in so many aspects of my life. And like you said, like you saw that vase and you're like, Oh, I was stoned for me. It is such a way, like everything I do in my life is really based around creativity. Right. Me, when I smoke, I am so creative and I just see things that I would never really see or think of if I weren't smoking. So it's helped me with anxiety and sleep and all these things. But it's so funny because my husband's like, I can't believe I had to hide this all these years. And now you're the biggest pothead I know. And so it's it's just funny that even with my kids now, like I love when we all sit around and smoke because it's just way better. So much. I mean, that's even like my daughter doesn't smoke that much. She's just starting to get into CBD more. And like, she never enjoyed it in the beginning. I'm like you, Tish. I creatively off the chain. 
like, which is, you know, you do interiors, you know, I'm always decorating or doing stuff like, and I, I really think same road is that the home consumption, that's what I look at my product as not only is it beautiful in your house, it's convenient. Like you just smoke this, you turn it around, you put a flower in it, you're out the door. To me, the whole like, pull out the bond, get the thing, do this. It was like at all, it just was too much. And so as a parent, I wanted in and out. And I want, if there's alcohol culture, if they have cocktail napkins and then, and bar carts and all these things, they're nowhere near as beautiful as the cannabis culture is going to emerge to be. So, you know, I feel like you guys are going to do a lot of that trailblazing too with you know, being so into interior design. And like, to me, now it's about going to be, how do you normalize cannabis in the home mm-hmm. and not make it so, you know, triple chamber, honeycomb percolator. <laughs> exactly. And like you said, feel like you have to hide it because it doesn't, you know, fit the decor or look good. Cause I was at a store in Malibu recently. I think it's called higher standards ah. and they actually carry your lawn and Like I was with a friend of mine who doesn't smoke, but she was like, oh my gosh, is this, this bong is beautiful. And it was one of yours. It was the iridescent kind of color. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's one of, you know, one of my favorite lines. But she was in awe of like, she was like, I want to buy this just to set out in my house. And I was like, exactly. And that's what I do love about this is it is making it feel like you said, like if you want to have a cannabis card, right, like to display it. I mean, it's so beautiful. It's and it's important for normalization. And I mean, like, listen, you can go out to bars and they have like the Bud Man riding on some whatever with his like beer, and it's like, woohoo, what the fuck? Excuse me. Like, it's not pretty. It's yeah. not. It's it's represents a. I don't know. I I think I there's a whole other subject. I'm I'm really interested and in, and we kind of kind of expanding the line. Like one is just every day we're just making beautiful vases, and so we have like our artisan one of a kind pieces, and then like those pieces that we have that you saw in higher standards. But my whole career, I've made products. As a matter of fact, you're not going to believe this, but I've worked in like entertainment marketing for years and years and years. I started my agency in New York in the music industry. I was actually given achy breaky heart to release to radio and retail no way yes way that is insane that's crazy exactly like back in the day i had literally just moved to the south and i worked for like the polygram the whole like you know record label and thing and so we were servicing for radio and retail all the singles the cassette singles so i got this big thing going you know there's a guy named billy ray cyrus there's a song called achy breaky heart they're like we think it's going to be huge like i i felt I felt it. So I have like so many connections to you. That is crazy. Are you living back in California now? No, actually, I I live in Charleston because after I got divorced, I stayed in South Carolina. So my kids were close to their dad and raised them here. But I've always I always like I, I opened up DreamWorks for a studio store. I've always been like kind of Hollywood brat, you know, back and forth, like work New York and L.A. and then and then the South. So honestly, I, I, I have never, I've been to a lot of places in South Carolina and North Carolina. The one place I've never been that I just feel like if I ever come to Charleston, that I'm going to fall in love with it. Oh, it's amazing. I've it's, heard it's, it is just, I hear it's the best city in the entire country that it is just supposed to be the most magical city. It's pretty, it's pretty magical. I mean, you just, you know, you drive home, you got the moss, the trees, the birds, like it's so beautiful. It's so beautiful. And you can't get this everywhere, which is why I choose to live here. But 
Side note, it's a prohibition state. Well, I was going to say when you said that, my son Trace, who actually just quit smoking, but he's really wanted to move back to Nashville. It was probably about seven years ago, and he literally wouldn't because he was like, I am so afraid of even just having a seed in my car that I'm going to jail. And like that, it just makes me crazy to think about that now. But like he, he truly didn't move home back to Nashville until about a year and a half ago or two, maybe two years. Yeah. Because he was terrified because he was a smoker. You guys are so fortunate that you have, like you can literally have a podcast and just, you know, I mean, it it is a problem, but you know, legalization is, is eminent. So hopefully that will be better. And then you can come to Charleston and we can hang out. And (laughs) I was going to say, I've been begging Brandy to do road trips with me. Uh Um, And so maybe one of our first road trips is going to be Charleston and we'll come see you and hang. I would love it. Do you live, Brandy, do you live in Nashville? I do. Yeah. I do live in Nashville. I moved back. Gosh, I've been here what seven years? Have you really six or seven years? I've been back. I did do a really quick stint in Denver, Colorado. I, I lived there for about nine months, and I loved it there. I like. I always say like I love Nashville, but man, if I could have that, what I have here in Colorado, I would move back in a heartbeat. Yeah, Denver's amazing. But the, I mean, Nashville is just, I have to say there's such good energy in Nashville. I went out there to visit my daughter and it was right before the weekend before the uh, tornado. Yeah, uh, through. And then COVID happened, you know, and like talk about a city that just like pulled itself up and helped each other out. And absolutely. And, and that's the thing, like Nashville, it's a, it's a big city, but it's a small town at the same time. And that's what's right. so nice about it. I, I live on like a little mini farm. I have horses in my backyard and stuff oh. like that, which is really important to me. So I definitely have it made where I'm at, but I love Colorado. I hope to one day maybe end up back there, or at least have a place there at some point, I think would be amazing. My mom's lighting her up. Oh, right I on. Lighten her up, but let's, we got to circle back. We're totally okay. off track. We got to circle back uh, to, so we're actually going to do a giveaway and give away one of your beautiful vases slash bongs. So tell us a little bit about the one we're going to give away. I, I was, is it called like the Stardust or Stardust yeah. vase? So Stardust is a beautiful crystal and hand-painted gold decanter. The gold kind of makes it look like it's almost like a little pot leaf. Um, in in the outlines. It's got a nice topper with it. It's a beautiful centerpiece, tabletop, bar cart, Valentine's, personal. Like I have to say, you know, when you consume daily or frequently, or, you know, it's part of your life. I mean, you want something pretty. And that's the, what kept me going in this whole business was like to hold something that beautiful in your hand, to have something that beautiful that you consume from, like from your kind of ritual that fits in your lifestyle is really what's the best benefit of my bud vase is really. That's so pretty. She showed me a photo. It's pretty. It is so beautiful. It's so pretty. Like I would definitely put that on my bar card. It's amazing. Doesn't that belong on the bar card? Absolutely. So that's one of our higher end pieces. You know, our pieces are really, we want to really be affordable because we know that we need to get normal consumption out there. And we want to speak to, you know, obviously women, we have a nice, nice community that's really supportive to us. So we're going to be doing that giveaway. And so that's like a $200 bong if you were to get it at mybedbase.com. All right. So here's the rules that we have come up with. Okay. Um, so stoners, listen up. If you want to get a chance to win this beautiful bong slash base, we're going to post some photos of it on the Instagram this week. So you guys can take a look at it, but here's the deal. You have to be following, sorry, we're stoned on Instagram and Dreen, your Instagram will make sure that they're following you as well. 
Yes, it's my bud vase. My bud vase, my bud vase. I love saying vase. I love saying vase. Okay, and then here's the second rule is we need you guys to post a photo of you enjoying this new episode and tell us what your favorite part of the episode is and make sure you tag us. I'm at Brandy Cyrus and then at Tish Cyrus so that we see it. And if you'll tag the official Sorry We're Stoned account, we'll make sure your name is entered into the drawing and we will pick a name at random and give this beautiful vase away. Can we? Get I, was about, I was like, can I enter this contest? So yes. <laughs> no, I would love for you guys to have pieces. In fact, one of your Instagram photos, you have this like vintage sort of like yellowish kind of loungy chair. That's she does. Yeah, it's hers. Yeah. Okay. I, we're literally making a piece. I've got Tony here. My director of operations is here. She's so sweet. We're going to smoke. <laughs> this is Tony. Hi. So we have a new piece named Tiki. And honestly, it is like literally the epitome of like the perfect piece for that that vibe of that furniture coming out later on, like probably early summer. So we have to make sure you get that. So my God, thank you so much. I, that chair that you, I can't believe you brought it up because it's literally, I found it at a vintage store here in Nashville and it's my favorite piece of furniture I own. Oh my God. I saw that and I'm like, this is Tiki's like chair. Like it's, where do you see this piece? You're going to love it. It's got a little, a little castaway, a little uh, toucan. That's the flower poker. You know, we uh -huh. really... We're going to start getting really, I mean, not that these pieces aren't creative enough, but really creative with some of the decorations and the adornment of them, you know, so it's stuff like that. Like I want to just be able to globally cast this wide net and, and make really beautiful water pipes and cannabis lifestyle stuff. And, you know, just enjoy the, enjoy normalizing this plant together. Right. That's what yeah, we got. Yeah. Absolutely. That's that amazing. normalizing, I need to like, that is what I, when I started, when Brandy and I decided to do a podcast, it was important for me to not be a closet smoker. And, you know, people were like, oh, well, this could, you know, hurt your brand or whatever. And I was just like, honestly, though, I'm just not going to hide who I am, really. Like, if it hurts my brand, okay, because I feel like it's important for me to let people know it's okay to smoke pot. Like right. if you, it's having a glass of wine, you know, it, it, I mean, it is. And that it is a plant that has so many benefits. And even though in a million years, I would have never, ever, ever equated to Cyrus times weed ever because <laughs> I was just so against it. But now I've just benefited from it so much that I want other people to as well. And so well, I can't wait to meet you in person. Yes, for sure. I mean, we definitely have to hang out. I, I, prior to COVID, I get to LA every like two months, you know, wait, we could do Nashville. We could do a mother daughter thing. That'd be so fun. I'm going back to LA pretty soon, but then I get come back in June because I'm going to be a grandma. Uh, so maybe we can meet up then. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming on our podcast. It has been so great. Will you tell the stoners uh, where they can find you, where they can shop your beautiful vases and any Anything else you would like to end with? The floor is yours. Sure, sure. Okay, so you can find our products at mybudvase or mybudvase.com. We have two collections. We have our artisan. Those are one-of-a-kind pieces. They're repurposed from antique vases. Beautiful pieces, very artistic. And then also our signature collections. We also have a whole line of accessories and new things that we're starting to do. Mm -hmm. You can also, um, we're starting to get out there in the retail world. So if you look at our, please follow us on Instagram at mybudvase or Vaz. Which you should and be doing anyway if you want to win the contest. Yes, yes, right. And so, you know, our Instagram's fun because, you know, so many people take pictures with our products and send them to us and we get to like share all the love and 
We really appreciate. And now how many retailers are starting to carry us? So that I think is, I'm just shocked. We're in what, over 250 stores now. We just wow. released the retail game about a year ago. And, you know, we, we are ready to scale up and like just get out beautiful smoking devices globally. So, you know, I, I enjoy popping on and, and sharing some creativity and, and showing people how to develop product and add value and mm-hmm. do some wonderful things to help, you know, minority businesses, just everybody in the community. I mean, we're a real, we're in it, you know, we're a trusted resource and a transient world and we're in it for the long haul. So we really look forward to building relationships and partnerships with a lot of phenomenal companies, including yours. Amazing. Definitely. Thank you so much for being on. And let's stay in touch for sure. Thank you so much for having me. In the meantime, everybody enter to win. All right, you guys. Thanks, Doreen. Bye. Bye. So glad we had Doreen on. She was so cool. I feel like you guys are going to be besties. She was so cool. And I love that like her kids are like living their dreams. And I don't know. She was just such a cool mom. Very cool mom. Uh, You guys, her bong vases are everything. Like this Stardust vase that we're giving away, y'all don't want to miss out on this. So let me just go over the rules one more time because we don't want you guys to miss out. You have to be following, sorry, we're stoned on Instagram and mybudvaz on Instagram. So at mybudvaz. Then we need you guys to post a photo of you listening to the episode this week and tell us what your favorite part was and then make sure and tag me and my mom and the Sorry We're Stone Instagram account so that we all see it and we'll enter your name into a random drawing and we're going to pick a winner. And one of you guys, and I'm going to be real jealous, is going to be walking around with a brand new beautiful Stardust vase. It is gorgeous. That you can smoke weed from. Like I'm absolutely getting one. It is stunning it's really cool it really is and we can actually post these uh rules on instagram yeah we'll post the rules we'll post a photo of the stardust vase it's Mm. up for grabs and you guys don't want to miss out on this and thanks again to doreen for coming on make sure you guys check out her products such cool stuff great gift ideas and also don't forget to call into the voicemail this week we love the dmt segment we cannot do this episode without your guys's questions honestly you guys ask such Great questions. I'm so impressed every week. So that phone number is 818-839-0534. You can call in and leave a recording and we'll play it live on the podcast and answer your question. It can be about anything, advice, interior design, relationships, whatever you want. Can't wait. Can't wait. Okay, stoners, next week, my mom will be gone. That's not nasty. It's cute, baby. Okay, love you guys. <laughs> love you guys. See you next week. Bye. This podcast has been brought to you by Podcast Nation.